Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, I'm Matt Williamson. This is a Locked On NFL podcast short. If you don't already, go download the podcast, Locked On NFL. This is the final of a 32-part edition. I've gone from 1 to 32 and concluding today with the Super Bowl champion Patriots. And for 31 of you guys out there, this isn't going to be a real fun one to listen to, i got to tell you. that Not only did they win the Super Bowl last year, and are they a perennial powerhouse, and we know about Belichick and Brady and two of the best that have ever done what they do for a living, um, but they're a lot better now. <laughs> I mean, And they have one of the easiest schedules in the league. They have what I think is the weakest division in the league. Um, their final eight games or so, the final six in particular, I think, are very soft, you know, with the exception of one trip to Pittsburgh. So they may have this thing locked up before you know it. And I know, you know, it's, it's dangerous to say that about teams because, I mean, anything can happen in the NFL. But if you told me Tom Brady wasn't even going to play a snap this year, that Jimmy Garoppolo was their quarterback... I still think they win the AFC East. You know, I I don't see any resistance in that division. Um, obviously, the rest of the league will provide plenty of resistance, but I'm not so sure that, you know, I give you 31 teams and I take the Pats to win the whole thing. If you give me three to one odds or so, I might put a buck on that. I mean, it's really, to me, they're that much better than everybody else. I mean, they're always great on special teams, you know, from Belichick. The defense was, you know, allowed the fewest points in the league last year. And let's start with the defense, I guess. I mean, their front seven, they do things differently. Their base defense is a dime defense. And their front seven are all big, heavier guys for their respective position that are better at stopping the run, really, and playing downhill and being big, powerful players than they are rushing the passer. And um, in a way, they almost play like a 5-1-5, you know, with, with Hightower being the the one, the second-level guy. But he's a great blitzer, too. You know, guys like Nink- Ninkovich holding up the edge, Flowers, uh, Brown and Branch in the middle are ginormous. And when you get into passing situations, those guys come out and fly- Flowers bumps in. Um, you know, Van Noy can do a lot of things for you, including holding the edge. They added David Harris. All these guys I'm talking about, Coney Ely. All these guys I'm talking about are a little on the bigger run-stopping side for their respective positions. And, of course, that's on purpose. And, yes, they would love to have you know, Vaughn Miller. But when you pick 30, 31, 32 over every year, you don't get those guys. And they become, as in the case of Chandler Jones, very, very expensive. And it screws up what they have going here. So they have found a way around it in typical brilliant Belichick fashion that they have they shut the run down really well with basically a five-man line of all shapes and sizes there but Brown and Branch are almost immovable with a free-hitting often linebacker Hightower who's a great downhill player and five defensive backs I mean that's their base and they play a lot of man behind it um Chung is kind of their in-the-box type safety um Harmon is kind of the deep free safety type. And McCourty, who's a great player and doesn't get the credit in this whole 
thing that he deserves. I mean, he's one of the best players on this team. And one of the best of what he does in the league. He's kind of the jack-of-all-trades in the secondary. He can play man. Remember, he can't draft in the first round as a corner. He can play far away from the line of scrimmage. He can do everything. And then they play a lot of man coverage with their secondary, too, with their corners, too. I mean, Eric Rose, a big physical press-type corner. Um, but he can play off. Butler is the smaller of the guys. And then they went and got big money and, and, and signed Stephen Gilmore. And that allows them... You know, when they play the Steelers, that Butler goes on a Antonio Brown type. He would probably guard Odell if they played the Giants. But if they play the Falcons and play against Tulio, that's Stephen Gilmore's guy. You know, I mean, depending on who the, the, the opponent's top receiver is, depends who they will match up to them in man. So it's a very, very good defense. They rush three more often than anyone in the league, too. You know, so they beat you with coverage, and they beat you by stopping the run. They don't allow much after the catch. Uh, good tackling, always fundamentally sound, of course. And in a way, that's kind of what their offensive line is, too. It's a very, very well-coached group that is lacking star power, but the sum of the parts is greater than, you know, what's the saying? Whatever it is. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts with their offensive line, without question. Although Marcus Cannon, especially Shaq Mason, have really stepped up as they age, you know, and Mason's coming into his own right now. But they're not great individual players, but they don't make mistakes, and the offense is still so hard to deal with. Brady, obviously, is a ton to deal with that. I mean, you don't need me to tell you to sing the praises of Tom Brady. To me, him and Aaron Rodgers sit alone in, on the, in the quarterback pedestal right now, and everyone else is fighting for third. Um, to me, Garoppolo is a star in the making. I'm very much a believer. Um, they have the best backup situation in the league with him, and Jacoby Brissett's pretty good. You know, he's got he's a third round pick just what a year ago. He's got a chance to be pretty darn good. And he's their number three. Their backs, as usual, usually they have a hammer Corey Dillon, Legarrette Blunt type. Uh, Blunt is gone, but you know they have a variety of running backs now. With White being almost as much wide receiver as he is running back, Gillisley's going to be the the big hammer type. Scored a lot of touchdowns last year. They're the polar opposites. I think Burkhead's going to be somewhere in between. Really good receiving back, do it all type. I like that addition. Um, very good special teamer as well. And as I mentioned, they stress special teams as much as any team in the league. Um, and Dion Lewis is he the odd guy looking in? You know, is he he's hard to to, to bet on right now. But um, is he the, the 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 odd man out, or where does he fit into this equation? Of course, Brady can attack you with his running back stable in a wide, wide variety of ways. He can split white white out. They can get heavy and attack you downhill with Gillisley, as usual. A very versatile group. Um, but their receivers are just sick right now. You know, they won the they won it all without the best tight end ever in Gronkowski. He's apparently as good as ever and is fully healthy. Hopefully he stays that way. Dwayne Allen's the number two. You're not hearing a lot of good things about him, but they went out and, you know, spent a draft pick on him and he's making good money. Um, they can obviously throw out a, a great two tight end set when Allen's your two. The receivers are ridiculous. You know, Edelman is fantastic. He's the latest Wes Welker. He might even be better. They just gave him money. Malcolm Mitchell's very promising. Chris Hogan certainly has a role. They threw deep more last year than they had in recent years. Oh, by the way, they go, you know, give up a first-round pick for Brandon Cooks, and he's going to be a deep threat, but I think they'll do more than just that with him. I think he'll catch bubble screens. 
uh, bring him along in this option passing game. That might take a little time, but at a minimum, he's going to run really fast down the sidelines and open up a ton of room, and Brady's still a great deep passer. And, he's you know, Cooks is really good after the catch, too. Like I said, bubble screens, quick hitting stuff. But, man, I mean, how do you defend Cooks, Edelman, Gronkowski? They're all so different, and they do what they do so well with Brady running things, a good line, a versatile set, you know, uh, group of backs. I probably, if I had to put a chip down of what's the best offense in the league right now, I'd probably go with the Patriots. Um, I think their defense will be top 10. The special teams is always near the top of the list. Um, they're the best coach team in the league. They have the experience. I mean, they're far and away the best team in the league. 